Welcome to Birds of a Feather. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Birds of a Feather, episode we don't know. On this episode, Zach and I discuss the NBA and all of its playoff bubble glory. Uh, we talk about of Dame Dylan, Luka Doncic, and we talk about my beloved Sixers losing. We had an episode last week that we recorded that we never posted, so that's why you haven't heard from us in a little bit. But we discuss all that stuff. We discuss a little bit of what we talked about on our you know last unposted podcast. But um, but yeah, but listen to this episode. Enjoy it, guys. This is a fun one. Uh, this episode, is, as always, is brought to you by Heath Film and Photo. For all your photography, videography needs, go over to HeathFilmAndPhoto.com and check out some of my work, some of my past videos, some of my photography, some of my real estate video and photography, all that good stuff. Go head over to HeathFilmAndPhoto.com and check me out. And you can always reach out to me if you want pictures done or video done or or if you want to start your own podcast we have a studio as well he's from the photo studio hq located in midtown atlanta you can come you can record a podcast and i'll help you distribute it and get it out to the world so without any further ado enjoy this week's episode of birds of a feather welcome to birds of a feather welcome 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 back to episode we don't know of birds of a feather my name is brandon I'm your host, my other host, my boy, my A1 since day one, Zacchaeus. Yes. What's popping, my boy? What does it do, my people, my people? We back. Episode whatever, birds of a feather. I like how that sound. Yeah. Yeah. Because we, we don't know that episode. I, think, I don't know when we stopped counting episodes, but who cares? <laughs> we're all, I think we're on 30 something. Who cares? But if y'all know, let us know. Leave a little comment in our little podcast thing. Whatever platform you listen to, let us know. Listen, so we did record an episode the other week, but your boy went a little bit busy, so I didn't post it. But there is some conversations in that last episode that we might be able to input in future episodes, or maybe even in this episode. Who knows? Definitely. Definitely, definitely, definitely. There's a lot that's been happening since that last episode. I want to say it took us about, like, we haven't recorded in, like, two weeks. A lot yeah. of things have happened in the NBA bubble. And then also, uh, you know, football's coming back. Football's right around the corner. Um, should be back. If the Lord lets it come back. <laughs> It'll be back. Because It'll be back. We're all stop breathing. <laughs> because baseball tried to come back, and they are having a lot of hiccups right now. Because they don't know what they're doing in baseball. They've, they've never known what they do. They just make a lot of money. Yeah. That's it. Like, I know. They don't know what they're doing. They're, they're poorly play- ran. Yeah, they're horribly ran. Yeah. Their players are getting high in the locker room during innings. Cheating. Cheating. Like crazy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Owners are beating up their wives. Wait, really? I didn't hear that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's re- it's ridiculous over there, man. It's just a it's just a wild lifestyle, like a frat boy lifestyle in yeah. Major League Baseball. Well, getting into our topics that we are discussing, there is so much that we can discuss. Yes. But the number one thing we're gonna discuss first and foremost is Yes, my team lost. My team, the Philadelphia 76ers, were swept by Zach's team, the Boston Celtics. <laughs> I'm going to squint my eyes so you guys can see I'm laughing so hard under this mask. Because <laughs> <laughs> you guys are trash. Listen, I told him this was going to happen, guys. His boys came in and got swept 4-0. Okay? Looked horrible out there. 
I'm going to say this. At the end of the day, even if you guys had been Simmons, you guys would have still lost 4-1. Y'all would have lost in five. And the reason why I say that is because we have so many guys that can turn it on when they want to. And I know like our front court isn't good, but our back court is ridiculous. And if you don't have if you don't have three guards that can really stay or or not, you don't really need three guards, but I, I would say if you don't have at least two guards that can really stay in that backcourt and be able to play defense, then we'll destroy anybody, I feel like. No. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly do. I mean, you got Jason Tatum out there putting up I think he averaged I think right now the first series he averaged thirty three points, I wanna say, against your defensive minded seventy sixers, right? Well, our number one defensive player wasn't there. That has nothing to do with it. One player shouldn't make a listen, team. Well, right, but, but le- okay, yeah, you're right. <laughs> but listen, be honest though. When Matisse was guarding him, he did he did good. I gotta pull up the numbers, but when Matisse guarded him, his offense efficiency went way down. Like I th- think I think it went down to like thirty percent or something like that. But when Matisse wasn't guarding him, it was like to seventy five or something crazy, some high number. You know what I mean? He's only going to get better. Yeah. So Matisse, I, I'm just saying, Matisse Thibel did a good job on him. Mm-hmm. But think about if Ben Simmons was there, you could throw Ben Simmons and Matisse at him. I guarantee he still would have did good. Don't get me wrong. I'm not knocking Jason Tatum. He's very, very He's good, baby Mamba. But he would not have averaged over thirty points in that series if Ben Simmons were there. He just wouldn't have. I have. I have a hard time believing that, but even if not, Jalen Brown had a Jalen Brown had a had good, a great series. The only reason why I'm let me tell you why Jalen Brown had a great series, okay? Because our coach sucks. Who you know blames, why? Who blames it on the coach? Jason Tatum played the four. Doesn't make any sense. Jason played. Jason Tatum started at the four for the Boston Celtics. Guess who started at the four for the Philadelphia 76ers? Al Horford. Al Horford. You think Al Horford can stick Jalen Brown? Or of not Jason course Taylor, not. Jalen Brown on the outside? Not even a little bit. <laughs> not even not. a smidge. Of course not. So why would you start Al Horford? You didn't have a choice at that point, though. Who else are you going to put in that four spot? Anybody that you would have put. We should have went small to match y'all. Y'all would have went small to match us, and we would have destroyed y'all. We have, we have so many guards that can score the basketball. But Jalen Brown got off because Al Horford was guarding him. Why is Al Horford guarding him? So I didn't have a choice. Are you going to put Tobias Harris on him? Tobias Harris starts for us. Exactly. So, no. There was no – There was no. but even on the defensive side of the ball. I know. Even on the defensive side of the ball, they could have made a switch to where Tobias was guarding Jalen Brown. No, you needed him to guard Jason Tatum. <laughs> it didn't work. You needed him to guard Jason Tatum. He got Tatum. cooked. And then, and then, you know what else y'all killed us with? The screen and roll. Yes. Y'all would run screen and roll. Kimba Walker would come off the screen and roll and have a wide open shot. But see, that's the beauty of our team, though. That, but Kimba, that's not y'all. That's our stupid coach. Okay, but let me tell you and something. And Joel Embiid's laziness on the defensive end. That's a whole different story. We're going to get into yeah, that. Yeah, that's a whole different story. I'm just talking about right now. When you, look at, when, you, when you look at the Boston Celtics, right, their ability to, one, Run the pick and roll to mastery. Just imagine we had a better big man. But I'm not. I'm not knocking Enos Kanter because on the offensive side of the ball, he grabs boards and he'll still do something every once in a while. So I'm not knocking him. But we have a tremendous pick and roll duo because Kimball Walker is amazing in the pick and roll. Yeah. And then if somebody stops that, then I have two wings that can that can get their own shot and do what they want to do. So when I was telling you that we really have a chance to make it to the finals, I was dead ass serious. Sorry for the cuss word. Do y'all honestly? <laughs> Do you, do you honestly think, you honestly think that you can get past Toronto? 
Yes. Definitely. With no you know who who's hurt now, right? Yeah. Gordon Hayward. With no Gordon Hayward. Yes. Definitely. Do you see how good the Toronto Raptors are playing? Yes. The only team that can beat them is guess who? Don't say the Bucks. The Bucks and a full and a healthy sixer. Stop saying it's okay. We listen, listen, are, listen. One of our best when players we're talking about when we're talking about the bubble right now, you can't speak on the Sixers. Y'all are at home. <laughs> one, two, three, Cancun. Stop speaking on the Sixers when it comes to the bubble. Okay. <laughs> no, peep, peep, peep. Listen, if Jason Tatum went down, would y'all go to the finals? No. Ben Simmons went down. Are we going to go to the finals? No. Wait, y'all weren't going to. Well, our best player got hurt. One of our best players got hurt. That's what I'm saying. All I'm saying is it didn't happen to you, so you're feeling good, okay? But it happened to me. (laughs) That's all I'm saying. All right, man. Well, moving on to Joel Embiid. At this point, from what I – okay. You've been saying for for the longest – and when I say you, I say Joel Embiid. You've been saying for the longest, this is your team, you're the best player on the team, blase, blase, blase. Yeah. This was your opportunity? Yeah, it was. To show, to take the reins of that team to show, okay, this is Joel Embiid's team. For you to go out there and play as lazy as you played in the bubble, knowing that you were the only option that y'all really had if y'all were going to win a basketball game, even though y'all paid Tobias Harris $180 million? That was stupid. But on a, not, we're not speaking about Tobias Harris. Joel Embiid, you are the laziest, dominant, big, most dominant big man I've ever seen in my 27 years of living. I had to think about the seven. I thought I was, I was going to say six. <laughs> in my 27 years of living, you are the laziest. I thought Andrew Bynum was the laziest that I've ever saw. Oh, my gosh. Don't disrespect him like that. But (laughs) (laughs) don't disrespect him like that. But this is what I'm saying for you. This was your golden opportunity to go out there and dominate every single game. You should have been. There was no reason for you. Like, and I kind of go back to what Jeff Van Gundy was saying, or was it Jeff or Stan? I don't know. One of the Van Gundy brothers. But he was saying every time Joel Embiid took a three point shot, he would say. Why is Joel Embiid taking a three-point shot right now? For what? Yeah. There's no Ben Simmons. You don't, there's no need to space the floor for real. Bro, you should be coming down and dominating down. And we had no big man. That was ridiculous. From what I've seen from Joel Embiid, I lost total respect for you. And I hope the coach that comes in after Brett Brown, hopefully it's a coach that's going to tell you how trash you are, how lazy you are, and how soft you are. And if you want to be a Shaq, a Hakeem Olajuwon, a – uh, Anthony Davis, <laughs> I need more from you, bro. Like, All right, I'm so I want to piggyback of what you said, then I want to pose a question to you. Okay. okay. So I agree with you 100%. Okay. Um, Joel Embiid, I was trying to find the numbers, but I couldn't. Um, but Joel Embiid had a decent series, right? But that's not enough. Like, you can't have a decent series you're the, and win. You're the, most, you're the, dominant, it, most, the best big man in the league. Exactly. You have to have a dominant series to win, okay? Gosh. And we all knew that. He didn't do that, okay? Um, I don't think he has it in him on a consistent basis. Joel Embiid can go out. Like, do you remember last, year, last season when Kenny, Shaq, and Charles was like, Joel, you suck. Like, you need to dominate. You need to be better. The next night, he played the Celtics and dropped 40. I remember that. Okay? He killed y'all. Killed y'all, okay? And then they said, that's what you need to do. The next game, 
a normal game. Now, for any other player, it's a really good game. But for him, it's a normal game, okay? He's not consistent. He's just not consistent enough. He's not. Shaq used to average 30 easily just at, just on a normal night. Or if he was having an off-scoring night, he grabbed 20 boards. Right. You see what I'm saying? He blocked 10 shots. He was dominating somewhere. Joel Embiid doesn't consistently do that. And for that reason, I want to pose – well, for that reason, I'm just going to pose a question to you. If you are running the Sixers, right, if you're the GM of the Sixers – would you you already fired Brett Brown, which 100% needed to happen, okay? And this is what I didn't admit this to you, but this is what I called my dad. I would be on the phone with you, like, ha, before the series started, ha, we go, we finna beat y'all, we finna beat y'all. Then I would call my dad, like, you know, we finna lose, right? <laughs> I did. I'm not even playing. I called my dad. I was like, yo, pops, we're gonna lose. My dad, before the series, he's like, wow, I, I still think we could beat this team without Ben Simmons. I'm like, we can't. We just can't. We cannot beat this team without Ben Simmons. I wasn't finna tell you that, but I told my dad that. Then we got swept. My dad's like, dag. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so I low-key wanted that to happen. I knew it was going to happen. And after Ben Simmons went down, I knew we couldn't make it to the finals or win the finals. So I low-key wanted that to happen so we could fire Brett Brown. So what happened, didn't want us to get swept. That's a horrible way to go out. But as a result, I love that we fired Brett Brown. So if you were the GM, you already fired Brett Brown. Mm-hmm. Are you bringing in a new coach and trying this tandem out together? Or are you – trading one of them okay because we're at the cap we're playing Al Horford we're playing Tobias Harris like you said we're playing Ben Simmons and we're playing Joel Embiid so would you trade one of those and pick up and if you would trade one of them which one would you trade all right so the answer the part a of the question Uh if I would trade um I think at the beginning I think if I'm a new coach coming in or if I'm Elton Brand sitting back there yeah I'm opposed to the new coach like this all right, I need you to come in and I need you to break Joel Embiid down, basically, and then build him back up and then put him back on the floor with Ben Simmons after, you know, because it's going to take some time to get there. But I think that at least up to the trade deadline, you keep both of them together. And you see, but pra- like you have to stay on them, though. It can't be kind of what Josh Richardson said, right? And I liked what he said in the interview. And he was like, yo, there has to be some kind of accountability in here. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and and when you say some when you say something like that, not only is he talking to Brett Brown, not only is he talking to Elton Brand, but he's also talking to his star player, which is Joel Embiid. There yeah. has to be some kind of accountability. Like for instance, when things go wrong, like with, let's use the greatest player of our generation, LeBron James, right? Mm-hmm. When things go wrong with LeBron James or with any team LeBron's on, who who gets the blame for it? Right, it's yeah. always LeBron's doing this. Yeah, yeah, LeBron's arguing with the teammates. LeBron's da da da. Yeah, but at the end of the day, he accepts that responsibility. Yeah, because he's a leader. Because he's a leader, and he knows that shit. I'm the best player on the team. Yeah, right. So I feel like any coach that comes in, they need to be able to break him down, but be able to keep them together just to see what how much progress he can make before that trade deadline. Now, in the event that it doesn't work, and we're still having these same problems come the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. Then I'm getting rid of Ben Simmons. Oh, wow. You didn't expect that to come, huh? I was not expecting that to come. And the reason why I say that, the reason why I say that is because Ben, to me, yes, he's a fantastic defender. Yes, he's dominant on that side of the ball. But on the offensive side of the ball, to me, he's more just like a playmaker, right? But I feel like in An today's, unbelievable playmaker. In today's NBA, though, you can find a playmaker, right? It's tough. Not to that talent. Not to Ben Simmons' talent. It's tough for you to find – 
a big man like Joel Embiid that can really play the true five if he had to against smaller lineups and things like that, but also be able to stretch the floor when he's running into those kind of teams that can really stretch and have like the, the Jokic's of the world and people like that that can really stretch out. Brooke Lopez, all those kind of people with the Nets. You know what I'm saying? So I personally feel like I would definitely trade Ben Simmons and then get some shooters, some real deal shooters around Joel Embiid, get Al Horford the hell out of there, get some real shooters around Joel Embiid. And that's why when it comes down to it, shit, if we down, go to work. Go to work. Okay, to work. I agree. But here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Ben's, or Joel Embiid is 26 years old. Right. Okay. He is who he is at this point. You can't mold him. I don't think any coach can come in and mold him. The only person that can um, motivate Joel Embiid is Joel Embiid. Okay? He's the only person that can do it. No coach can come in and make him lose weight, make him get in shape, make him battle down low. I think, I honestly think Joel Embiid does not want to battle down low. He doesn't want to do it because it's a, it's a dirty game. Nobody does it anymore. Most people don't do it anymore. And it's a dirty you get fouled, you get beat up, you got to work twice as hard down low than you did on any other space on the court. You know what I mean? And I just don't think Joel Embiid is willing to put in the work on the night in, night out basis to get dirty down low. I don't think he has it in him. And it's for that reason that I'm getting rid of Joel Embiid. I hate to say it, I don't want to get rid of any of them, but I'm 100% picking Ben Simmons over Joel Embiid because Ben Simmons can guard one through five. Because you're a Ben Simmons lover. Yeah, I'm Joel Embiid lover too. But between the two of them, I like Ben Simmons more because Ben Simmons can guard one through five. Ben Simmons lover. Yeah. And Ben Simmons can initiate my offense. He can run my team. Okay. Ben Simmons lover. And Ben Simmons is younger. So I'm building. Lover. I'm 100% building around Ben Simmons over Joel Embiid just because we've seen it. We've seen it for multiple seasons. Joel Embiid will dominate a game down low. And then shoot five threes the next game. He that's what he does. And I do think a small part of it is Brett Brown and how weak Brett Brown is. JJ Reddick said it, and JJ Reddick said it, and Jimmy Butler said it on JJ Reddick's podcast. Did you listen to it? This I was, listened to it. I think this was this was off season when JJ Reddick got traded, uh, or he left us. Actually, he didn't get traded. He left us. Um, he had. Um, he had um, what's his name? I just said his name, Jimmy. Um, Jimmy Butler on his podcast, and he said like, "What's up? Why'd you leave the Sixers?" Blah 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 blah. And he said, "I don't know. It was just like like you said, no one's being held accountable there, um, and I don't know who's in charge." <laughs> he said, "He said I don't know who's in charge." He goes, "When something went wrong, when something didn't happen right, or whatever the case may be, like nobody held anyone accountable. I don't know who to look to the leader." He said, "One day it's Brett Brown that's leading." The other day, it's Tobias that's leading. The other day, it's assistant coach that's leading. It's like that's not how a good organization is run. It's the coach. It's the coach's voice. It's the coach that's leading. Players want to play hard for the coach. The coach want to coach hard for the players. And he said that's not how Philly was. And he said that's just kind of dysfunctional to me. That's not a long-lasting winning strategy to me, so I'm out. And it's clear. That's why Brett Brown has to go. That's why he left. And that's why I'm not building around Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid is not a leader. I don't think Ben Simmons is a leader either. I just think on the court, Ben Simmons is a leader over Joel Embiid. Because you're seeing it from a perspective of he can run the offense, right? That's what you're seeing. When, you say, when you're saying Ben Simmons, personally, this is, this is what I feel like you're saying. 
when you say Ben Simmons, you're saying personally you can see him running the offense, right? So you want to bring you, – you think that you can bring in pieces around Ben Simmons that will have you guys be as efficient as possible on the offensive end, right? But, but this is my thing. Coaching, like you said, is a small part of it. But I feel like there's a certain coach that needs to be in Philly, right? Because if you have the pedigree or if you have the respect – of hey, I've coached all stars and Hall of Famers and da 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 da. If you can come in and, and say that at 26, Ben Simmons is going to listen because he because that coach has that pedigree. You think I'm talking about, about Joel Embiid. You talking about Joel I mean, Embiid? I don't, I don't mean to say uh, okay, yeah. I'm going to say Joel Embiid. Sorry yeah. guys, but Joel Embiid, right? Think about this, which I don't think is going to happen. Don't get your hopes up, but I'm going to say it. Greg Popovich coming to the Philadelphia 76ers, he would look at Ben Simmons, and you know he's blunt. He would tell him straight up, like, yo, listen to me. If you don't get into shape this offseason, if you don't go to work. saying Ben Simmons, but Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid. (laughs) Go ahead. I know what you mean. If you don't go to work this offseason, if you don't get in shape this offseason, I'm getting rid of you. I'm going to bring somebody in that's going to commit to the program, commit to the grind, and do what I need to do. There's a certain pedigree, I feel like, of a coach that can come in and really get the most out of Ben Simmons. Yeah. It's not going to be a it's not going to be a, a Mike D'Antoni. It's not going to be a, a Tom Thibodeau. It's going to have to be somebody like a Greg Popovich, somebody like a Mark Jackson, somebody like a Tyron Lue. Jackson. I like Mark Jackson. I, like I don't Mark, like Tyron. Because Mark Jackson, because Mark Jackson will come in and, and tell it like it is. Yeah. yeah. And be like, look, I've built That's why I like Mark I've Jackson. Built teams. Tyron Lue, and this is what I think you discount Tyron Lue just because he had LeBron James and da 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 da. But at the end of the day, for him to be able to coach LeBron James to three straight finals, though, that's huge. For him yeah. to be able to deal with three superstars on one team to three straight finals, that's huge. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And for him to understand of the different kind of offenses to run it and stuff like that, I mean, that that's huge. And for him to do that and then go back to go get coached by Doc Rivers some more and then come back and now he's back at the table to be a head coaching job again, I mean, He'll be a fantastic candidate, but it's going to take somebody with some pedigree to come in and get the most out of Joel Embiid. I, I don't know, man. I just, I, I see what you're saying, but I just don't see him. I don't see Joel Embiid changing his style of play because you agree that for Joel Embiid to be the force that we know he can be, he has to work down low. He can shoot outside shots, before, but he need not on a consistent basis. True, he's not done on a consistent basis. He needs to work inside out, inside out. That's how he needs to play inside out. Okay, he needs to dominate down low. I told my dad this. My dad still disagreed. I said, if I'm a coach, I'm telling Joel Embiid, you're not shooting one three until you have five scoring posts in a row, five in a row. Then I'll let you shoot a three. My dad's like, no, I don't want him to shoot a three at all. I'm saying you can shoot the three because we're in a new we're in a new era. You stretching the defense by shooting threes every once in a while is okay with me. But you need to dominate down low first. You need to dominate down low. And he just does not do it. And I personally think that Monday he'll do it. But on that Wednesday night game, he's tired of that. He's tired. But see, that just doesn't make it, it doesn't make any sense to me because And Joel, I'm sorry to cut you off. But Joel and B can run a team. He can run a team. But he's not good at it. You know why? Joel Embiid gets double teamed down low every time he touches it down low. And that's how he can run the team from the post. He can run a team from the post like LeBron did back in the day. It was like LeBron's 
what, like fourth, fifth season when everyone's like, yo, you need to get a post-up game. He get a post-up game. LeBron, remember when LeBron would post up and he would look? He does a little bit of it now, but he used to do it a lot more in his earlier years in Cleveland. He would post, look, post, look, drop yeah. dimes. Yeah. It was beautiful. Joel Embiid can do that, but he needs to work at it. He needs to get in the post. He needs a good coach and he needs a vet. Y'all need to. He has a vet now. He, he needs a good a coach. Al Horford. Al Horford. Is so soft. No, Al. I love Al Horford. You're you're bugging. Listen. Al Horford is so soft. Listen, I love Al Horford. Al Horford is a fundamentally smart, sound basketball player, and I love it. And he can shoot. He's soft. I personally he love Al get Horford. No respect. I just don't think he in gets, that locker room. He gets lots of respect. He doesn't get no respect in that locker. room. No one gets respect in that locker room because our coach is trash. But. I think Al Horford – I actually want to keep Al Horford. I love Al Horford. I just don't like him starting for us. Because if you're going to start Joel Embiid, you cannot start Al Horford too. If I'm our coach, I'm bringing Al Horford off the bench and trying to make him happy with that, like, like we were doing when Ben Simmons – before Ben Simmons got hurt. I think if Ben Simmons would have played, though, Al Horford would have still came off the bench. Cause you yeah, he would have. Three, you can't have three people dominating the paint. Like yeah, that. he would have. That been That's ridiculous. what they said. It was shake at the one. And Ben Simmons was going to play off of the one. He's going to play the uh, the three, and then they were going to have uh, Al Horford come off the bench. That was their idea. But just imagine this scenario, and I'm going to say this, and then we can move on from from yeah. the Seventy Sixers. But just imagine this scenario, right? Let's say Ben Simmons had somebody like Shake Milton at the one, two shooters like they got down in Miami, and Duncan Robinson and uh, <laughs> uh, Tyler Hero. And then a four that can really stretch the floor, like maybe like a Chris Stapps Porzingis. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, like y'all yeah. can really build around him to force him to stay down there, where he won't have a choice. Like, bro, I have to stay down here because look at all these shooters I got around. He's it's not, easy, bro. He's not gonna stay down there. That's why. But we that's put a why bunch I of shooters around him. It's easier. Sixers has shooters. I don't know why you don't say that. We have shooters. Like we have Shake Milton can shoot. Shake can shoot for sure. Matisse Thybulle can shoot. Matisse is up and down. <laughs> He's up and down. No, he is up and down. I agree with that. I mean, he ain't no sniper like uh, like, uh, like Duncan Robinson or anything like that. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying he has the ability to shoot. He can shoot. Um, Scott coming off the bench, he can shoot. Al Horford, he Mike can shoot. Scott plays at the end of the bench. I know. I know. I'm just saying he can shoot, though. We have shooters. He Y'all can shoot. some real deal shooters. How about that? Moving on. Dame Dollars, my boy. Dame. Dame Tom. Is a dog. Listen, okay, listen. We missed. He, they're not too, doing too good right now. And Dame's at home actually right now. Dame's you know right home. Now. But before the playoffs start, oh my gosh, this is the type. Okay, I gotta, I gotta close my laptop. This is the type of player that I personally think is great. Okay, I, I'm not saying LeBron isn't great. LeBron is an amazing player. LeBron is the best player. But all I'm saying is LeBron does not have the Dame dog. LeBron does not have the Michael Jordan dog. LeBron does not have the Kobe Bryant dog. LeBron does not have the Kevin Durant dog. Stop! He does not have that dog! Did you just put Dame in the same conversation as Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, and Kevin Durant? I didn't say Kevin Durant. You did say Kevin Durant. I said Kevin Garnett. I said Kevin Garnett. Did you just put Dame in the same conversation as Kobe Bryant? Yes, because he has that dog. Yes, because Dame has that dog. Dame has the Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Kevin Garnett. He has that dog in him. Yes, he does. LeBron picks and chooses when he has that dog. Okay, he picks and chooses when he has it. Okay, this is this is a lot of basketball heads. Number one knock against 
LeBron James. He doesn't have that dog like other players has. Right. I still think he's the number one player of our generation. I totally agree with right. him. Right. Because without that dog, without that specific dog, he's still a dog of a different kind, though. Right. So, yes, I'm not arguing against that. I'm just saying. I, I 100% agree with that, by the LeBron way. does not have that Dame dog. Think about if LeBron had the Dame mentality. Yes. But he's not. Okay. Dame is fantastic. I love Dame. I put Dame into my top five now. Yes, I don't he's know. Did unbelievable. I update you and tell you that, bro. Your your top is ridiculous. My top is great. Matter of fact. Okay, we'll talk about that later. Go ahead. I definitely put Dame in my top five, but there's one more step I need. I need I need for him to be able to. He plays great. He has that dog. But I need him to have his team playing like that on a daily basis, though, on a consistent. Yeah, basis. that's what a lot that's of people. Separ- no, listen. That's what separates the Kobe Bryants, the Kevin Garnetts, yeah. the Michael Jordans. That's yeah. why I say you can't put him in that same category. Yeah, no, yeah, I because agree with he that. Has- I'm talking about just the dog aspect. Oh, yeah, But yeah. I agree with that. People, it was somebody else, who said this? Uh, Ryan Rosillo said this. Okay. People don't hold Dame to the same um, criticism as they hold other superstars. Um, you got players, you got players like um, um, James Harden. James Harden, if James Harden is an unbelievable player, and people knock him because of what he does in the playoffs. But if James Harden never gets out of the first round like Dame can't, or he does get out of the first round, if he never gets out of the second round like Dame can't, then we lay into him. And we don't lay into Dame like we lay into other superstars who can't make it to the finals, which is 100% true. But Dame still has that dog. But this was the first. Okay, so let's not get too ahead of ourselves, right? I'm going to bring you back down to earth. Damon's been great. Damon's been great through his whole career, right? But Dame has always been that player to where, like, yeah, he's good, but he's just not there yet. This bubble situation just cemented him to another level. What he did last year in the playoffs was fantastic. And the year before that. It opened opened everybody's eyes. But what he did when he came to this bubble cemented him in being, okay, he's one of the great players in the NBA. So now I guarantee you if he did if he wouldn't have got hurt, if he wouldn't have got hurt, it would have been an issue. And they, they, they still they would have came out. He would have got respect out. because, oh, he worked his team back in the bubble and he he balled out. But come next year, though, he would have had to go through what these superstars, what these real deal superstars go through, right? S- somebody else that's going to put the, that's going to have that same weight, Luka Doncic is going to have that same weight when he comes out next year. We'll talk about him after. Yeah, we'll talk about him in a second. But we got a lot to say about Luka. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but Dame, Dame Jesse admitted himself as a t- – as a top as a top dog in the league, like just now. This has definitely just solidified Dame as Dame Dalla, right? Because yeah. he was Dame, Damian Lillard, Dame Time, <laughs> da, 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 da. but now he's Dame Dalla, right? So going forward, after this year, he will be held to that standard. He will be held like now the next part of his game. It's to get CJ, it's to get Nurk, it's to get Zach, it's to get all those boys to come in and bring it every single night. Because if they do that, they'll be one of the top teams in the West yes. consistently. And if they have, if they were 100% healthy, because they still didn't have Rodney Hood. Did not have which Rodney was, Hood. Which is a huge pick He, he locks up on defense, too, and he can score the basketball. And he can shoot, yeah. and he's one of their starters. So they definitely need Rodney Hood. I, listen, the only thing with the Blazers, real quick with the Blazers, is they didn't, they didn't play any defense. That's the only thing with them. Zero. They played no defense at all. But, uh, listen, 
But how do you have the number one shot blocker in the league and play no defense? He's not the number one shot blocker in the league. He was, bro. And he came off the bench Statistically. now. Statistically. And he came off the bench now, too. He did. It, it, with uh, Nurk coming back, it brought him off the bench. But, dang. He's just, listen, man. Just think of LeBron had that Dave dog. Just think about that, bro. But see, I think that LeBron was ne- – okay, Le- when, we, when we think of LeBron James, LeBron was never, no matter what you want to say, LeBron was never a scorer like that, though. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he was never just – let me go If he out wanted here. to, he could be. That's what I'm saying. LeBron was just like a Swiss Army knife. That's LeBron James. LeBron can do it all. That's what makes him so great, right? Dame is a scorer first. Yeah. He can facilitate a little bit. He can definitely facilitate, yeah. He's a scorer, though. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? And I think that's the knock, and that's what separates somebody having that dog, right? And somebody – I didn't like that face, but somebody having that dog, as you would say – and somebody who is a dog in a whole different in a whole different perspective, Jokic is a dog. You feel what I'm saying? He no, goes, you, we're, okay. Listen, there's two different things of dog. Okay, okay. all these superstars and they're all dogs. <laughs> okay, when I say dog, yeah. I mean that killer that I'm gonna win no matter what at all costs. Dog. If I gotta drop sixty, yes, I'm going to take over this game. And carry us to a W. Oh, y'all not doing it? Y'all not doing it? Whatever. I'll do it. That's what I'm saying. So what did LeBron James do when he almost pushed the Golden State Warriors to seven games in the finals by his lonesome? I'm confused. Let let me put you like this. No, no. I'm I'm, going to break it down. That's what you just said. All right. I'm going to break it down. I'm going to break it down. I'm going to break it down. Ready? How many times has LeBron James been to the finals? Eight times. And how many times has he won? Four times. He's 50%. Two times with Miami. Two times with Cleveland. He's 50%. Let me ask you this. If Dame, if Dame. He has three rings. He has three rings. No, he got two with Miami. He didn't win two in Cleveland. One. He has three. Oh, he only has three? Because oh, he's yeah, been I'm seven tripping. times, not eight. Yeah, I'm tripping. He's been, he, listen, he's been so many yeah, times. Yeah, so many times. Yeah, for sure. Um, Let me bring it up. I want to be exactly correct here. He has three. So I can make my point. All right, let me see real quick. Birds of a Feather is brought to you by Heath Human Photo. For all your photo needs and videos, videography, anything that you need, go to heathfilmandphoto.com. Appreciate that, bro. Yes, he's a three-time NBA champ, 2012, 2013, 2016. Okay. Been seven times. Because he's been uh, one, two, three times with Miami, mm-hmm. and one, three, three, three times, four, three five, times, six, seven, with, seven times, seven times, yeah, yeah. three times with Cleveland. Well, four times with Cleveland. One time before when he got sweat, yeah, and then three times when he came back the second time, right? Yeah. And then three times, yeah, yeah. So that's seven times. So he's been seven times. He's won three. If Dame Dollar, Kobe Bryant. Michael Jordan, if they went to the finals seven times, be honest, how many times do you think they would win? Don't put Dame in that category. We've never seen Dame in the finals. I know we haven't. I'm just saying he has that dog. This is what I'm talking about. From what I've seen now, this he has that fair. dog. Okay, okay. 
He does, bro. He, he does. Has it. He has it. You're absolutely right. If he's in, if he's in the finals, if Dame is in the finals seven times, mm-hmm. how many do you think he would win? Two. Two. <laughs> That's disrespectful. I don't know, bro. I don't know. I've never seen him in that. How many times was yet. Michael Jordan in the finals? Six. Six. Six times. How many chips? Six. Did he win? Six. How many times was Kobe Bryant in the finals? Probably like seven. And he has what five rings, right? Seven, yeah, because he went a couple times. He went three, three, six. No, six, six or seven. Well, he might have eight. I don't know. Hold on, hold on. He has five that. rings, though. Yeah. I know because yeah, I always yeah, yeah, remember. Yeah. When he did. I know he has. I know when he, he has more. When he was on the sideline, he was hurt. He was like. <laughs> <laughs> That was the most hilarious thing I ever seen. And his face was so straight, too. And he just looked at the other bench like. I think he was talking to uh he was talking to a fan. I think a fan was talking trash. That's hilarious, bro. And that's what he did to a fan. Straight face. I got five. Here it is, here it is. Okay, here we go. Yeah, five time he's a five time champ, uh NBA champ. And he went seven times. Seven, yeah. Seven times. Five time champ. Yeah. That's the dog I'm talking about. LeBron, Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan okay. went six and won six. Kobe Bryant went seven and won five. We don't know. You're absolutely right. We don't know about Dame Dollar yet. I'm just saying, from what I see, okay. if you put that man in the finals, he's not going to lose two times in a row. If, he go, if Dame goes to the finals in 2020 and loses, he ain't going to lose 2021. He's just not. That's he tr- won't allow his team to lose. That's, That's what I'm talking about. a question I want to post on our IG. There, we do that. If, de- if, if and only if, that's how I'm going to start it. If and only if. <laughs> Dame Dollar makes it to five finals, how many will he win? He's not losing back-to-back. He's just not. Kobe didn't do it. Um, Jordan never did Stop it. Stop doing that. I'm just saying, he. that's the dog I'm talking about. Not a lot of players have that. I see that in Dame. I see that in him. I do now, you're 100% right. And this is what I was talking about. We don't hold him to the same superstar standing as we hold other players because we criticize other people for getting knocked out as many times as he did, but we're not criticizing him. Because he stayed down. Yeah. He did. Also a lot of injuries and all this stuff too. I think the reason why we're not criticizing him is because all these other players run to different teams. So we say, hey, you ran to this team to win and you're still losing. What's up with you? Paul George. And James Harden. Like, what's, what's up with you guys that run to all these other teams and lose? We're not saying it about Dame James Dollar. Harden, I don't think James Harden ran to another team, though. Yeah, they, they traded him. Yeah, he got traded, and he was time but for he, him to be the man. But he said he wanted to be the man. When he was in OKC, he said, I want to be the man. I want to have my team. I want to be the man. Yeah, He, he said that, and he got that, and he's still not making it to the finals. Yeah. That's why these other players get criticized, and Dame doesn't. Dame stays where he's at, and he's gone through a lot of issues through because of it. Whereas other players would have left, which is what he said. We got to talk about that, too. So that's what I'm saying. He has that dog. Kobe has that dog. Le- I love LeBron. I love LeBron. And LeBron does have that dog, but he picks and chooses when he has it. Game four in Detroit. He said that game, I'm, a, I'm a, that Jordan dog finna come out. <laughs> And it came out, it came out yeah. against the Celtics in that series. That dog finna come out, and it came out. The thing with Jordan, the thing with Kobe, the thing with Dame is it's always out. Consistent. It's, it's out constantly. Yeah. And LeBron James just – but again, LeBron James, he's a Swiss Army Knife player. So he doesn't have to have it. But I don't know, man. It, it, I don't know. 
I don't know. I'm going to leave that alone. I'm going to leave that alone. Because it, he's a very interesting player, but I'm going to leave that alone. But Dame Dollar and Paul George and Patrick Beth. <laughs> that was hilarious. First of all, I'm never trying. I'm, I would never try somebody like Dame on a basketball court. Yeah. Like, I would never add that. Because he's the type of player that loves, like, he, he like, Oh, all right, cool. So now let me go out here and really ball. Like, yeah, he embraces stuff. Like yeah, that. he does. Not, you might not see it. He's from like, o- he's from Oakland, right? Yeah, he's or from Oakland. No, he's from Oakland. Oakland. Yeah, he's, he's from, from Oakland. Oakland. Yeah. He and then he he's one of those players where he like you put that in his mind. I bet you, bro. He probably didn't sleep that night. He probably was just like, yeah, that's the I'm dog I'm talking about. I'm gonna go out. Here I bet you LeBron James would have slept like a baby. Him. I bet you LeBron James would slept like but a baby. But he affects the game in all totally different ways, though. That's what makes him so great. But we're not talking about LeBron. Okay, yeah, we're not. We're not. We're not, okay, we're not I'm talking sorry, about I'm LeBron. Sorry. I'm just saying. Bro. But go ahead. But yeah, he's one of those guys that if you say something like that to him, bro, he's not like it's gonna eat not him gonna alive. Go to sleep. He probably didn't eat that night. Yeah. Didn't even talk to his wife at yeah. home. He probably was like, yo, I'm locked in. I'm, I'm, I'm finna go out. And what he do the next crazy. game? What he do the next game? Drop 60. Drop 60. Drop 60. 61 to be exact, I want to say. Drop 60, bro. Next game after that, drop 40. They added a fuel to his fire, bro. Because then when he got put on that stage. Dog. When he got put on that stage, he was like, okay, now I'm really finna turn it on. Yes. So, Pat Bev, ha, it was your fault. I mean, you are in the finals. I mean, uh, in the playoffs still, but you haven't contributed. So, <laughs> not really too much. <laughs> I still like say. Pat Bev, though. I, I love Pat Bev. Yeah, I love yeah. the energy he brings. Everybody would love to have a Pat Bev on their team. Dane would love to have Pat Bev yeah, on their team. Yeah, I'm yeah, not, yeah. We're not getting into yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, But, on the other hand, Paul George. Bro, for you to let a fellow all-star <laughs> come and disrespect you like that and then you not even respond back, bro. You just responded. Well, respond wait, wait, wait. Respond back how on the court? Because he on didn't respond court. on the court. Okay, yeah. Okay, on the okay. court. Right, you go just ahead, go ahead. you just responded. You just woke up last game against Luka when you finally dropped 35. Yeah. But bro, like they been said bye to you again. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, you were supposed to come out the next day and go crazy. Y'all supposed to go shot for shot. Yeah. Like, cause you're you're Paul George, bro. You, you you're gonna talk all that Paul? smack on Instagram and on Twitter and with the media. Then bro. I come out, drop sixty on you, and then you don't say. Nothing. And then everyone's looking at you like, <laughs> Paul, what are you gonna do? Like, come on, bro. Dame is a dog. Dame is Listen, a dog. Listen, and then okay, so so what was it? It was was it? The, it was a sixty point game. It was. 60, it was a yeah. sixty point game. You called me like, oh, you watching this game? And I was like, ah. <laughs> so we were on the phone just yelling at each other, and then. I think you said something like, what's going to happen the next game? Or, oh, oh like, what's are they going to make the playoffs? Because they were still on the hunt, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I said, bro, I promise you they will make the playoffs. I promise you they will make the playoffs. That was close. Because Dame was not going to let them lose. When they played Memphis, that was close. Though. Yeah, well, first they had to play Brooklyn. Ja Morant, that was close. John ja Morant balled out. But the Brooklyn game was closer. John ja Morant did ball out. Yeah. They had to play Brooklyn to get into the playoff, to get into the play on, the play in. The play-in. Yeah. They had to beat Brooklyn and get into the play-in game against Memphis. That Brooklyn game oh, yeah. was a crazy game. Chris LeVert went off. Went off. Yeah, he LeVert dropped like 40 off. in that game, if I'm not mistaken. He did. He went off. And he had that last-minute shot that could have won them the game. Speaking of the Nets, they're going to be scary. Oh, we all knew they were going to be scary. But no, they're officially going to be scary. Yeah, they've been official. They got Kevin Durant and, and uh, Kyrie Irving. They've been going to be scared. I already <laughs> was scared of them. That's why I wanted to win this year because I'm like, no, hurry out before. Book. <laughs> they're big going to be scared. But listen, that game, I said, watching that game, I'm like, it was a close game, but I'm like, Dame's going to beat Brooklyn. Dame's not going to lose to Brooklyn with no Spencer Dinwiddie, no Kevin Durant, no Kyrie, no DeAndre Jordan. I was like, they're going to. 
Dame is going to win that game. Then when he won that game, I said, it's over for Ja. It's over. Brooklyn's going to go undefeated next year, bro. We're not talking about Brooklyn. <laughs> I don't want to think about Brooklyn. They're scared. I don't want to think about them. I don't want to think about them, okay? I'm just saying, when they beat Brooklyn, I was like, he's going to beat Ja. Yeah. Ja is an amazing talent. Ja is an amazing ja, no, player. No, no, no. Ja has that. Ja I just is, saw it. Jaw's unbelievable. If he doesn't let the fame and the fortune get to him, yeah. he's still young, so we still got to see how he really plays Very young. But Ja has it, though, right ja now. Is, ja, ja is unbelievable. It. He has Because for him to be able to turn that on like he yes. did, because it was like, listen, if we, don't, if we win this game, we're in the playoffs. And for him to turn it on, he had a triple-double. With double, what he like did, yes. Point but with what he day. did with his team, think, put one other person around him. Put one other person around. Ja, uh, Jaron ja Jackson. Is a dog. Um, Jaron Jackson. If he was there, they would have won that. They would have won that game, bro. No, not against. Not against uh, Dame. I don't know. That not was, against Dame because that was a really close game. Without Jaron Jackson's yeah. a twenty point. He's a. Yeah. That would have been an, another dub on the board. Yeah, least. but but he's not. He's not there yet. He's not. He's an amazing player, but he's not there yet. Yeah. I'm talking about another special talent. Oh, okay. If okay. you give Ja a special talent, yeah. watch out. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But I knew they were going to beat them just because Dame was was. I mean, at that and then, point, and I knew then he got, though. and then he was just looking into the camera like, "Put some respect on my name." You know who yeah, I am? He's a dog, like a dog. Facts. Speaking of dogs, speaking of dogs, your boy, my boy, say his name, Big Dog, <laughs> Luca, Luca Doncic That's is another boy. dog. My boy. You can come on the show anytime you want. Anytime you want to, bro. And I, you don't even have to speak no English to us, bro. You can just <laughs> say whatever you want to say. The man is a dog. The man, not even 21. I'm tired. Like, I'm tired of saying this, but listen to listen to what we're seeing right now, guys. I talk about Swiss Army knives, right? Luka Doncic at under 21 years old is a Swiss Army knife. Luka Doncic is Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, and John Stockton. Somebody. <laughs> All of those three. He's definitely Larry and Magic mixed into one. Okay? The man can score the basketball whenever he wants to. The man can has unbelievable court vision. And on top of that, the man will smash the boards every single night. Because he's tall. Isn't he 6'8"? Let me look. 6'7". Probably 6'8". Man, six, seven, probably the six, man had six, a, seven. The man at 20 years old had a 40, 20, and 15 game. He's 21, but yeah, he's young. A 40, 20, and 15 game. That is ridiculous, bro. And it's his second year in the league. Second year. I was trying to tell y'all, bro. I was trying to tell y'all. And the Mavs right now are playing fantastic. Obviously, they, they have the series. I mean, well, is the series still tied? Yeah, so the series still tied. Because they were supposed Clippers. to play, but then. But oh, no, 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 it's 3 2. I think it's 3 2. Because oh, yeah, the Clippers lost. just blew him yeah, out. Yeah, 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 he just lost. He just lost 154 to like 114. Yeah. But do you guys realize that they're a seven seed playing a two seed who's a favorite to win the NBA championship in the bubble, and he's giving Kawhi Leonard 30 and 40? Buckets. Like, what? Without Chris Stops Porzingis. Without, without Chris Stops. Chris Stops didn't play last game. That's why he got blown out. Oh, and on top of that, the man's playing on one leg. Do you, do you understand that? The man is playing on one leg right now. Listen. I know you didn't, I know you didn't see this coming. Don't even fret like you saw this coming. I, did, I didn't see but him playing at But you did say a few different episodes ago, 
I'll give Zach his props. He did say, Luca, top five player. He's my top five player. And I was like, bro, relax, relax, relax. We haven't seen relax. anything. We haven't seen anything yet. But now we've seen something. <laughs> I legit, legit. Yeah. I legit think he might be a top five player. Seriously. Like, I'm legit thinking about it. I legit, it's like, yo, he's 21 years old, okay? He's 6'7", okay? It's his second year, okay? He's a rebound machine. The thing I love about him is he's willing to go rebound, yeah. okay? He has court vision like you've never seen, okay? He's a good three-point shooter with room for improvement, okay? room for He's not a great three-point shooter. But he's a good three-point shooter, okay? He's big and strong. This dude was going at Kawhi Leonard. Going at him, best, okay? The best on-ball defender, best on-ball defender in the league. Yes, and he was going at his neck. Literally, they put one of the Morris twins at him. Didn't work. Cooked him. They put Paul George at him. Cooked him. They put Kawhi. Now, Kawhi did the best on him. Kawhi did do the best on him. Kawhi had to come out in the game. Did y'all see Kawhi but, come out? I was like, I got him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I got him. But he guarded him before, but a, a few here and there. But at, from that point in when he said that, yeah. he guarded him exclusively. Except this is a knock that I have on the NBA. Okay, there's a lot of knocks that I have on the NBA. I could go on the whole episode talking about things I hate about the NBA. <laughs> One of the things I cannot stand about the NBA is all this switching of the pick and roll. You do not have to switch this much, you don't have to switch. But shooters are deadly now, bro. Okay, but you still don't have to switch. You do not have to switch. Okay, I've played a lot of basketball. I've seen even more basketball than I've played. You do not have to switch, okay? You, people think you have to. Some people think you have to because of the speed and the, the quickness of the shot and all that stuff. But you do not have to switch, okay? <laughs> you don't. Please stop switching for he busts a blame. I'm just saying you don't. Look at um, look at OKC Houston. What's the bull with the dress that's, that's guarding um, that's guarding James Harden? Um, Dort. Dort. Dort does not switch. He does not switch. He fights through screens, okay? If he's trailing on the screen, the big man hedges until Dort gets back on his man. They don't switch. They do not switch, okay? That's what I'm saying. Why in God's name would they switch on that last play and have Reggie Jackson guard Luka? Why? Reggie Jackson was getting cooked by Luca. The whole, everybody was getting cooked by Luca, especially Reggie Jackson was getting cooked by Luca. But it the whole was the night. play, though. Luca knew he had to get that shot off. Luca knew he had to get that shot off immediately. It was he had play. three seconds. It was the play that Rick drew and they up. switched. Yeah, but they switched. Rick who was to on switch, who was on Luca? I think Paul George was on him. No, it was Kawhi. It was Kawhi. Okay, and I, they I switched. They set a screen. Kawhi took the man and set a screen for it because last second played. It's in everyone's head to switch everything, okay? Which makes sense. That makes sense if there's like a second left, less than a second left. You know what I mean? You have to switch everything because you don't have time to get back, like I was saying. You have to switch everything, so that makes sense. But there was three seconds left. You did not have to switch. You did not have to switch. You just didn't. You know another reason why I love Luka? Because he lives for moments like those, bro. Oh, he wants it. Like, <laughs> what am I about to say? That's that dog. Like, he's one person, bro, that would be like, listen, I don't care what's going on. Give me the ball. I'm going to take this shot. I'm going to do. And the crazy thing is, bro, it wasn't like, bro, he was like a couple feet behind the three point line. Yes, when he, when he, he would, it was shot, far. Bro. Like, he just pulled it. But I think for, for us, for us in America, though, 
I think it was like, oh my God, Luca. But I think everybody else like overseas was like, oh, well, he's doing it there now too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because, yeah. bro, like he's been so accomplished before. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Before yeah. he got here. And yeah. like we say all the time, European basketball is a lot more tougher, like more, gr- you got to grind more oh, there yeah, yeah. than you do have to grind in the NBA. Yeah. So for him to be able to go through all that and then come to the league, because if you remember, because it's funny because I, I I love my memory sometimes and sometimes I hate it. This is one of the reasons when I love it, right? So if you remember, Luca was supposed to come out before the year he came out. Yeah. Right? But he told them, he was like, no, 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 just give me one more year. Oh, uh, okay. He told them to give him another year and then he came out. But when he if he would have came out the year before he came out with Trey, he still would have been the number one pick. That's how good he was over there. And at that point, he had to be, what, 18, yeah. 19 years old? Yeah, because he's 21 right now. You feel what I'm saying? So, Mark Cuban, congratulations to you, my brother, for you to go from Dirk Nowitzki to Luka Doncic and Chris Porzingis. <laughs> like, you're amazing for that. You really are. Like, so, congratulations, man. And y'all got a, a fantastic future. The team that y'all have right now, I don't care what happens in this bubble. Like, the team that y'all have... the Tim Hardaway, Chris that Porzingis, Seth Curry, Boban, Seth Curry. Like, you guys have a young squad to really do some damage with if everybody know, stay in their role. Though, yeah. Right? Because when money start coming around, and obviously next year we don't know what's going to happen with the cap, but I don't need everybody being – if everybody just accept their role and stay there, I guarantee you guys, I guarantee you I'm saying it now – I see at least in the next five years, you guys at least making it to at least three NBA finals. Yeah. There's some dogs. In five years. What do you think about this whole – what do you think about that whole Montrez Herald? There's a bunch of stories I want to get to. I just want to rapid fire through a bunch of them. But what do you think about that whole Montrez Herald, uh, Luka Doncic thing? Where Montrez Herald called him, you know – Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, guys. Yeah. I didn't have to say it. Yeah. I'll beat that out. Okay. But uh, I think it, it's in competition. I yeah. think if the mics wasn't there, if the fans was there screaming, yeah. nobody would have heard that. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, bro, they say so much crazy stuff. Remember when Kevin Garnett told Carmelo Anthony that his wife tastes like Cheerios? <laughs> Honey Nut Cheerios? Do you remember that? And Carmelo Anthony was at the bus after the game? Like, <laughs> I'm telling you, listen, if the mics wasn't there, and you know what I'm saying they brushed it off, but there's so many words. Oh my god. There's so many words that said on that court <laughs> that I don't I don't really pay too much attention to it because like I said, if fans were there screaming in the playoffs, nobody would have heard that. Nobody would have heard that. And on the other side of that as well, too, bro, who knows if Lucas says something back to him in in what is he, Lithuanian or something? I don't know what he is, but whatever his nationality is, what happened if he says something back in the same way in that? Nobody would have understood it. Listen, so it's like, it's not a big deal to me. Let me tell you about a little story, okay? I hope my dad doesn't listen to this. But <laughs> let me tell you about a little story, okay? Me and my dad play one-on-one ever since I was a kid, right? And he's always beat me because my dad shows no mercy, right? Even when I was a kid, he would just dominate and beat me, win, 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 win. Once I got a little bit older, he stopped playing me because he knew I could beat him, okay? <laughs> so he would not play me anymore, right? So I'll be, I used to be talking to him. This was years ago. I used to be talking to him like, why you won't play me? 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 <laughs> right? So one day I said, play me. If you score one, I'll give you the ball first. And if you score once, you win. My dad said, let's do it, right? We never went out and did it, but I think it was like Thanksgiving or something like that. 
uh, I had my girl at the time with me, and my dad likes to talk cash. And my dad's like, oh, you know, you know your boyfriend, right? He still didn't beat me. He still didn't beat me. He can't beat me. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, let's go outside. And he's like, that same bet still on one point? I said, yes, and I'll give you the rock. He said, let's do it. We all go outside, right? And my dad, how my dad used to beat me was he used to just back me down yeah. and score because I was, I was small. Yeah. Now I'm bigger. He can't just back me down, right? Right. So he's trying to back me down. He can't. He's calling foul every time. You're pushing me. You're pushing me. Whatever. Top of the key. Let's do it again. Try to back me down. Foul. Top of the key. Let's do it again. Try to back me down. Foul. Top of the key. <laughs> this went on for an hour. Kid you not. <laughs> Sun started to go down. Everybody was outside watching us. The whole family went back inside because they were so sick of it. Me and my dad just on a court arguing, 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 right? So he did it again. Tried to back me down. I wouldn't let him back me down. Foul. He called a foul. I'm walking to the top of the key. He's tired now. My dad's beat, right? Mm. He just takes the ball, lays it up after he calls foul, and goes, I won. Says, I won, and starts to walk away. I said, where are you going? You called foul. He's like, no, I won, and I'm going to tell everybody. I said, where are you going? Come back. He said, no. I took the basketball, threw it at my dad's back, and called him that word you just said. I feel you, you know, you know, you know. Why would you do that to your dad? Because I was mad. I was pissed, right? Now listen, if this my dad, if this wasn't on the court, my dad would have hung me from a tree. I'm not even playing. He would have killed me. Yeah. 300%. It was on the court, ball hit him, I called him that name. He stopped, looked at me, and just went back in the house and walked in the house. He let it go. And the only reason he let it go is because we was on that blacktop. That That's the only reason. Yeah, yeah. And he knew I was heated and he knew we was on the court and people say some things that they would not normally say, which I would never in my life ever call my dad that right. ever. Never have, never will. Right. Okay. But on the court, I did because it was heated. We got back in the house. He told my mom. My mom got pissed. I stormed off and left with my girl. End of the story. But I said all that to say, when you're, on, when you're in between those lines, not anything goes, but most things go. Okay, that's true. Most things go. Gary Payton said some off the wall wild stuff. Players used to say, like <laughs> Gary Payton talked. Honey Nut Cheerios is nothing compared to the things that they say Gary Payton used to say. Okay, they used to say some off the wall wild stuff, and you just gotta you. That's something you just take because you're on the it's court. A, it's a and also it's a competitive advantage. Yeah. It's a mental thing. You know, people talk 100%. about percent. People talk. You know, these top players talk about man. You got to be mentally strong to play this game. Yeah, because. Even it, ha- it happens on the football field, too, right? When you think about players oh, like yeah. Jalen Ramsey that talk cash. When you think about Deion Sanders, who used to talk cash, and then go out there. They cook you. You know what I'm saying? So it's like <laughs> there's certain – there's like between those lines, like, it's, like you said, not everything, but anything really goes. Yeah. As long yeah. as it doesn't get physical and stuff like that, because at the end of the day, it's a competition. Typically, thing. things like wives and things like that is off the table. Especially right. Family matters. Families. Families, families, families yeah. yeah. Especially when you're a grown man and you have a family and stuff, you typically – don't talk crazy about someone's wife or don't talk crazy about someone's kids. Right. Because that's, that's not a basketball thing. That's just being a man thing. Right. right? You're just not, you're not going to take it to that level. And when it does go to that level, that's when things get physical. Yeah. Like Gary Payton and like uh, Carmelo. Kevin Gardner, Carmelo. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, but yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't put too much into that. Yeah. Man. I think people just gassed it up, especially what's going on right now and mm-hmm. things like that. Mm-hmm. And all, he called him a, what you said, white boy, which it's like, that's just, I'm going to do the same thing on the court. Like, come on now. Like. I don't know. I, I've said some crazy stuff when I play oh, sports. I've but. said some wild stuff. You know what I'm yeah, saying? I don't really. I can't remember it all, but I'm sure I. <laughs> I'm sure I said some stuff. So Luca, Luca is a dog. Mm-hmm. Um, he may be. He's probably not in my top five. But do you think that they have enough to beat this team? Though. Mm. You think they can beat the Clippers? 
If Paul George, if Paul George will be Paul George, then no. Consistently. No. Yeah. If Paul George can be Paul George, no. Yeah. But if Paul George continues to play inconsistent, he had a couple of days also. If he didn't yeah. fizzle down and he comes back and Chris Stapps comes back, yes. I, I think they can beat the team. Because I think Luka's liable to go – like, from what – he just got blew out, first of all. Yeah. He and like you said, he has that he has that it factor. So he does. He feels a little disrespected right now. Oh, he feels yeah. disrespected by Marcus Morris. Yeah. He feels disrespected by the way that they just lost one fifty four to one fourteen or yeah. something like that. Yeah, it was crazy. It was bad. With ball. no Chris Stapps, right? Yeah. And like I, you said, he was on one leg. Like I said, you're liable to get a dominant game out of him. Yeah, for definitely. sure. Yeah. Now on the other side of that, there's nobody on that court on that on that team that can guard Chris Stapp Porzingis. Chris Porzingis don't play no defense though. He doesn't play defense, but he'll still give you thirty and fifteen. Yeah, yeah you feel yeah. what I'm saying? On top of Lucas, and he stretches the on floor. top of Lucas, thirty, ten, and ten. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Then you might get Tim Hardaway to give you fifteen. You might get Trey Burke to come in and give you twelve. And 16. if Seth catch fire, it's over. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. can they pop, can they win this series or can they push them to seven games? I definitely think so. Now yeah. when it gets, you to think seven, they will though? It depends on what Paul George I get, bro. And it depends what happens when Pat Bev comes back, too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But if they get to seven games, there's no way because Kawhi, Kawhi's going to turn into that that mutant he turns into. I know, but I feel like Luka can do that, too. We have, I legit I did, feel okay. like – I feel like he can. We just haven't, we haven't seen, seen it yet. Yeah, okay, we haven't okay. seen it yet. Yeah. We've seen Kawhi do it. Yeah, we definitely seen Kawhi A couple do it. times. So. Yeah. All right. Well, there's a whole bunch more stories, but – We ran out of time. Yeah, today. we're over now. So this stay locked in. A. This is episode whatever part A. Let's do that. Yeah. Because there's so much more in the bubble. Obviously, games start back tomorrow. Um, you know, rest in peace to the Jacob Blake's family. Well, not rest in peace. I'm sorry, because you're still alive. But yeah. prayers He's to the fighting. Jacob Blake's family. Um, prayers to, you know, Breonna Taylor and all these other social injustice things that's going on around the world. Guys, just, you know what I'm saying? My last message right now is just to be, be nice, I guess. Like stop! Like all this has great to advice. Stop. Like <laughs> all this stuff has to stop. And, yeah. and at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? Like we all just need to kind of come together and kind of just learn how to. We don't have to like each other, right? We don't have to do that, but we can learn to work with each other, to live with each other, to be able to socialize and be able to be on the same level. Because at the end of the day, we're all human. So, yeah, that's that's my part of message today. And my part of message on that fact is prayer. Please, okay. lots of it. I know a lot of people don't believe in the Lord, but if you really want change to happen, you can't ask people that's doing this dirt. Hey, can you change? Please change. Please change. Because <laughs> guess what? We've been doing that since the dawn of time. 400 okay? years. And they've been doing us dirty since the dawn of time. So the next step we need to do is pray and ask God to help us. But, yeah, that's all we got on uh, Birds of a Feather. Stay locked in with us. Sorry for the hiatus, but we're going to try to be a little bit more consistent. But my boy got a job and a family. I got a job and no family. So we're busy with all things. Birds of a Feather, episode whatever. Peace. Birds of a Feather.